Hello, and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. Now, most of us know that as we retire, we need to be putting money away in order for those days when we want to go out and live the life that we're meant to live, whether it be vacationing uh, of some form or another, or just being able to participate in some hobbies and whatnot. But we need a measure of money to do the things that we want to do. Would you not agree? I certainly would. And in that vein, I had put aside some money to go on my trip to Mexico. That was from the middle of January to the middle of March this past year, 2023. Well, I want to advise you of something that happened to me. And as the title implies, is your money safe in the bank? mine wasn't, I did have some problems. And for the past six months, I've been waiting to hear what was going to be the outcome of those problems. Just before this long holiday weekend, I received the final, I think it's the final um, notification or ruling, I guess it is, from the Ombudsman of Ontario, to whom I had taken my complaint about my bank. So let me share with you what has happened. I don't want to be a, this to be a rant. I don't want to be sounding as though I've got something to prove here. I just think that if this happened to me, is it possible this could happen to you? So it started the end of February. In fact, it was the last Sunday in February this year when I had gone to an ATM in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Now, this wasn't the first time I had used that particular ATM, which was Primarily on the outside of a bank, but it was attached to the Azteca, Banco Azteca, I believe was the name. And the machine didn't have any money. So that was very disappointing. And I got my card and away I went. The next morning, being the 27th of February, was when I was expecting income. So I went online really early in the morning. Of course, an hour or two behind in Mexico to check my online banking only to be only to discover that uh, four transactions had been taken against my account. I was totally devastated. I could not believe what I was looking at. And I immediately contacted my bank, Bank of Montreal, and explained that this thing had happened. And I, I, I'll admit, I, I was panic stricken because here I am all that far away from home and my funds had been absconded for uh, lack of a better word, but actually I was defrauded. So I notified the bank. And of course, in the process of that, getting in touch with my, my local branch, I was asked if my card had been stolen. And I said, no, I had it. Fair enough. And in the process of having that communication, I looked on my online account and two more transactions had been taken for a total of just over $1,500. Again, totally shocked. I wrote, uh, no, sorry, I didn't write. I, I called right away to the bank and they canceled my debit card. So there I was with two weeks left on my holidays and uh, no access to banking, couldn't even pay my rent because I couldn't do online banking. So yeah, it was a really hard time. In fact, I had to borrow 100 pesos to take the cab to the airport <laughs> so that I could fly home when the time came. Now, fortunately, I had family there, so I didn't feel totally destitute. But otherwise, you know, I might have 
some of you who might be traveling to places and not have relatives there, could this happen to you? So what made it different? I went into this ATM that I'd used before. I attempted to withdraw peso, excuse me, pesos, which I had done at that bank, plus others in Puerto Vallarta and once in Mazatlan when I went and visited. So this was not really new to me, but I did learn that maybe Sunday wasn't a good day and the bank machine didn't have any money. When I discovered this fraud, and then I also had uh, contacted my bank, I went down to speak to the manager of the bank attached to this ATM. And through some help with some interpreter and a police officer was standing close by listening to all of this, I explained what had happened. The response I got was, well, no, your bank at home is going to have to deal with that. Fair enough. So I flew home the 14th of March. And on the 15th of March, I went down to my uh, the local branch here and submitted my card to get a replacement. No biggie, right? <laughs> well, it certainly was. Can you believe this? Now, let me ask you something first. Is your name on your bank card, on your debit card? Do you ever look at your debit card closely when you withdraw it from the machine or from maybe even using it at a vendor to make sure it is your card that you get back? Well, I didn't. Not used to doing that. The card I got back was not my own. So for two weeks here, I was safeguarding this card. And when I handed it into the branch, the immediate response was, well, where did you get this card? Bank of Montreal gave it to me. Okay. Uh, Like, what seems to be the problem here? Well, this isn't your card, the teller said to me. I was like, what do you mean this isn't my card? Well, this belongs to somebody else. This doesn't belong to you. Again, here I am two weeks later, still trying to deal with the theft of my money and trying to sort out what had happened. So thankfully, the Bank of Montreal did cancel my debit card. So funds that were going in the very next day were safe. But here I was looking to get a replacement and I had somebody else's debit card. So again, I ask you, do you look? My new debit card, my new replacement card does not have my name on it. Check and see what yours does. Anyway. I appealed to the Bank of Montreal, to their fraud department, and what I got back surprised me even more. Their response was because criminals had managed to get my card, they'd also managed to get my PIN. Now, don't ask me how they did that. And I have explained many times I am not a criminal. I do not think like a criminal. I do not know any criminals. So don't ask me how it happened because I just don't know. I know this. It happened and money was stolen from my account. The response that I got from the Bank of Montreal was that basically I'm responsible for my debit card. When I signed the agreement with my account, all the 27,000 pages, how many ever it was. And do you read all yours? Perhaps I didn't read mine. But the responsibility for the card is mine and mine alone. And they 
in a not so subtle way, Minnie lectured me on not to be handing my card out to family and friends. Well, I assured them never had I ever loaned my card out to family and friends. And had I done so, how is it I ended up with somebody else's card? That I never, I don't know. I, there's no, I can't even remember the name of the person they told me at the branch. And chances of them telling me again are slim and none. I had the option of appealing. I did. I appealed a second time and they came back with the same answer. And then I had the choice of trying to take it up further or going to the ombudsman. Well, I went to the ombudsman. And in both cases, I said, you know what? I'm not going away. This is not, this is not something that I can just walk away from. This is fraud. So I'm not sure if I said it, but there were four transactions initially, and then there were two more. So there was an, another never that I wanted to say to them, or that I did say to them, rather. I don't use ATMs a lot. I do a lot of online banking. I transfer a lot of money. I use my debit card for purchases. Another point to make here is that I made no purchases with my debit card in Mexico. I paid everything cash after I'd gotten money from the ATM. I did initially get some money and take it with me, but I hadn't stayed in Mexico for as long a period of time as I did this time. So, and I spent a little bit more money than perhaps I anticipated. I was on holidays. I wasn't confined to that strict a budget. Not at home. Why would I be in Mexico sort of thing? So one of the things to explain to them was that I would never in a million years take four plus two transactions out of my account on the same day. So my question is, why didn't they alert me? Isn't there something in their system that alerts people to abnormal activity? I know I've had it from credit cards and friends from have since said to me, I should have done it all on my credit cards rather than cash. And I'm not sure I haven't done that. So I can't speak for how the credit cards might uh, reimburse you. But here it is, September. September 1st, August 31st is when I got the notification from the ombudsman. Six months for the ruling to be made that they were the ombudsman were not going to recommend to Bank of Montreal to reimburse my funds. So I said to the investigator, I mean, up until then, I was pretty matter of fact, just like I'm trying to be with you now, is just to say, let's just deal with the facts. I'm kind of old school, and I remember Dragnet, you know, the police show, just the facts, ma'am. So I'm trying, I was trying to do that and say, like, why do banks spend money on promoting the fact that they're covered under the CDIC, which is the Canadian Deposit Insurance Corporation? The money that was stolen out of my account was directly linked to deposits that were made. My pensions, actually. So why wasn't that covered under their insurance? Once I had explained that there was no way that I would have made those kinds of transactions, that it was very definitely fraud, why wasn't that covered under 
the CDIC for them. Not that I feel sorry for the banks. I mean, goodness gracious me, why on earth would I? Just the other day, the news release hit that for the third quarter, the Bank of Montreal had a profit of $1.45 billion. $1.4 billion. And that's for just three months. That's for a quarter. That's not their annual. That's for the third quarter. And it's up from $1.37 billion from last year. Of course, some of that's my money, I think. <laughs> you know, I can't see where, um, well, I can see where the profit's coming from if they're holding firm on the fact that there, our money is not our own money once it's deposited. So I'm doing this podcast in order to, to bring attention to the fact that if this happened to me, could this happen to you? I tried to explain that I didn't do anything that anybody else wouldn't do. I went to the bank, inserted my card, tried to get some money, no money in the machine, card back, way I went. That's all I did. How somebody figured out to get all of that, I have no idea. I wasn't even very good at science as a kid in high school. Uh, physics, whatever it takes to finagle all this stuff, I have no idea. And frankly, I don't want to know, but I really am considering whether my money is safe in the bank. The other day, I was kind. I was trying to get in touch with my CRA account, and I've always used my uh, sign-in partner, the Bank of Montreal. So then I get linked to this page, and I'm looking at it after hearing about a scam from a woman who ended up on what she thought was the Bank of Montreal site. Put in her card, put in her uh, password, but it was a fraud site. It was a scammer, and she lost three grand. So I looked at this in my transaction the other day. And I thought, I have no idea whether this is legit or not. So I backed out and I tried other sign-in partners. I thought, okay, I'm going to see what the other banks look like. That way, maybe I can figure it out. And so when they all sort of looked the same, I thought, okay. So I continued and uh, finished my transactions with this CRA. The other thing I learned in this process is what's going on in the UK. There's been so much fraud over in the UK that there's ruling that has come out this past summer that goes into effect next year, where the banks are going to be held accountable for fraud and for the scammers that attack their accounts. Because of that, they're saying their fraud circumstances or statistics or whatever you want to call it have decreased quite a bit. Why? Because the banks are becoming that much more conscientious of their responsibility to put in the security to safeguard their clients. Now, I said to this investigator from the ombudsman, I said, you know, it's a lot of money for me. I don't I don't have a lot of cash lying around. And this was a, a, a nice trip for me. And whether it's a lot of money for me or anyone else, I said, you know, if I was a millionaire. Maybe when I say I'm, I'm leaving the bank they'd stand up and pay attention. But I'm not a millionaire, so they really don't care about what I'm doing. Then again, if I was a millionaire, would I really care about that amount of money? Certainly not. However, that being said, I am looking around. 
I am considering my choices about banks, even if I want to use a bank. There's a friend of mine whose son is running his own business and he does not use a bank. Now, that might take some figuring out, paying people what you owe them. And if you've got an all cash basis uh, business, um, I'm not sure where they used to do it. Why can't they do it today? I don't want to make threats. I want to make a public service announcement. I just want to let you know what that this has happened. And I'm not blaming Mexico. I believe that if the technology is out there, and, it, and another point to make at this, at this juncture is they have a term for that. <laughs> they told me your card was skimmed. I guess maybe another word might be cloned, but somehow they skimmed my card, got my pin, and gave me somebody else's card. Now, how that all happened in Mexico when I got the same Bank of Montreal card that I never even looked at, who knows? Not me. But they have a term for it. Now, I kind of believe that if something has developed to the point that that's actually been given a name, then it's pretty serious. However, I'd like you to know really what's happened. I don't know if this is ever going to resolve itself other than I'm out the money. But I do feel that I want to let people know. I think this could happen anywhere. If the technology exists to skim our cards, somehow capture our pins, then are any of us safe? I mean, not physically safe. I mean, is our money safe? We can lock it up tighter than a drum, and I do have some that hopefully nobody's getting to, but my day-to-day -day banking? So what do you think of this? I'm not asking you, you know, to sign any petition and help me go after the big guns because, <laughs> like, frankly, I don't think the bank cares what I think. But I care what you think, and I care that you know to be careful. Do we memorize our PIN numbers or our, not our PIN numbers, our bank debit card numbers so that when it comes out of the machine right away, <clears throat> excuse me, we look at it and know? <clears throat> excuse me. I don't have an answer. I know that both the Ombudsman and the Bank of Montreal have told me, basically, it's my fault. Will it be your fault if it happens to you? I guess that remains to be seen. If there's enough of us that start double checking what's going on and asking questions and holding our banks accountable, maybe maybe we need to write to our MPs and our MPPs and say, follow suit with the UK. Somebody has to protect us. I thought I was protected. I believed the banks when they put those ads up that said that. Our money was protected by the CDIC, but mine wasn't. I hope you'll never end up in that situation. I hope and pray that this is something that you'll take to heart and remember. And I'd like to ask you to share it, not just to promote my podcast, which isn't such a bad thing for me, but to let people know that really. We're out of luck if something happens. And please, don't let that happen to you. I'll be sharper next time, that's for sure.
And maybe instead of the banks making a lot of money, maybe it's going to be the currency exchange people that are going to be making all the money. There's the thought. You want to start a new business? Maybe that's your game plan. I don't know. Anyway, enough said. I tried very hard not to get into a rant or to vent or anything, but just to let you know, keep your eyes open and be very careful out there. So in the meantime, take care and I hope to talk to you next time. Bye-bye.